Welcome back to the episode. I am excited you're here, mamas. And today I have a little personal story planned for you guys. We are going to be talking about letting go when your children grow up and move out. I have some firsthand experience in this over the last four or five years. So let's get to it. I hope you enjoy. Hey, mamas. You're listening to the Mom Squad Podcast, a faith-driven show for moms on the merry-go-round of motherhood. I'm Melissa Wheelahan, your host. I'm a mom, educator, entrepreneur, coach, and trainer. I have spent the last 25 years being a mom, and believe me, I have been through it all. The one constant in my journey has definitely been Jesus. So I'm on a mission to help other moms Stop feeling overwhelmed, overcommitted, and all alone. I believe that when you center your motherhood journey in your identity in Christ, build community with other moms, and let go of societal norms that can get in the way, you will experience the abundant life that we are promised through Christ's grace and love. If you are ready to get unfiltered, unhinged and unapologetically authentic, then you have come to the right place. Pull up a seat, grab a cozy blanket, and maybe even a cup of tea, because we are jumping off this merry-go-round with hearts open and hands up. Let's go. Okay, wow. This is um, a really fun episode for me because I feel like I'm living this life right now, (laughs) this life of how to let your children go when they grow up. And and this episode came to me um, a while ago when I was on Facebook and I was reading through the parent chat of where my youngest son goes to college and I was just taken back by the amount of parents that were still just doing things for their kids and were just not letting their college kids be adults. And so I thought to myself, huh, did I struggle with that when Trey went to college? And I had to be honest with myself and say, yeah, you totally struggled with that. So I thought I would do an episode on how to let your kids go when they grow up. Now, I don't mean let them go like you never speak to them again, but how do we teach, honor, know, and trust? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's start it off with a grounding verse, as I always have, and it is Proverbs 22.6, train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. (laughs) I love that verse. So yeah, train a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not turn from it. So let me, let me tell you my story. So Trey is 25. So he went to college at 17 because he is a September birthday and he went to Boston. So I live in California and he went to Boston all the way across the United States So talk about anxiety for your first child going away to school and moving halfway or all the way across the United States. It was more than traumatic for me. Now, 
I look back now and I just laugh. I'm like, I can't even believe I acted like that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you guys. I'm gonna share with you guys some of the some of the stuff that that happened and how if I had to do it over, uh, what I would do differently. And hopefully you'll take some of these skills and and do them for yourselves as your children grow up and get ready to head off to college or I don't even know, like even getting married, like children that are older and are out of college and you have adult children and as they get married, I can imagine I will still use these same skills. So Trey, my oldest, first one to go to college, super excited. He got into Northeastern, which was his number one school he wanted to get into since he was a sophomore. Um, I do have family back there. So I thought, well, like that's great because if he needs anything or if anything happens, he'll have family close by. And so that gave me a little bit more uh, feeling of, okay, like <laughs> it's gonna be okay. Okay, you guys, I can't even wait to tell you this story. Okay, this is just how ridiculous when I say it, it sounds. But like, put yourself in my shoes. And if you've been there, you've been there. And then when you repeat it back to yourself, you're like, I can't even believe you acted like that. Okay, so here we go. We go to orientation, which was fine. Like in the summer, we go to orientation. He spends the night in the dorms with the guys, like the other kids or whatever. And I spend the night in the dorms with the moms. And like, that's good. I'm good. I, that's like in June. I'm not feeling too bad. I'm pretty good. Then we decide that we're going to go a couple days early, like four or five days early because we have family there. So we didn't really have to ship a lot of stuff for him to get to college because we um, we could buy a lot of it when we got there. So we shipped the important things, the guitars, uh, the amp, because if you know my kids, you know that they are all musical and Trey is in a band, hashtag Garden Shed, check it out on Instagram. But the, you know, we, so we went early. We stayed at my aunt's house. We did all the shopping. Now, I thought it would be a good idea to bring Mason and Ashton with me, like as a moral support, you know, to help me get through this experience of taking their brother to college. I also thought it would be a good experience for them to see what moving away would look like. So the day comes, we're going to move him in. And you guys, I'm a wreck. I am a wreck. We drop him off, right? We get him all moved in. We had met his roommate ahead of time who lived locally. So again, another family that could help him if something went awry. And drop him off. We walk back to the car, which, if I'm honest, felt like the longest walk of my whole entire life. <laughs> I had never taken a walk ever <laughs> that long. I get in the car. Ashton's in the front seat. Mason's in the back. And I literally start crying. Literally start crying. I felt like I had just, my heart had just been ripped out of me and I left my heart there and a piece of me was missing. It was the worst feeling I'd ever had in my life. So I think I cried for about 10 minutes and then my ever loving children that I brought with me, you know, are trying to be like, it's okay, mom. Ashton's in the front. It's okay. It's okay. You'll be okay. It's okay. Right? He's trying to console me. And Mason, God love him, says, Mom, he didn't die. He just went to college. <laughs> I, 
I can't, I can't even. Like, I will never forget that moment. Like, mom, he didn't die. He just went to college. And I was like, okay, this isn't going to be that bad. So for three months, I texted him. You guys, every single day. Every day for three months. Every day for three months until he pretty much put me in my place. So I'm going to share these four tips with you. The first one is to prepare them for moving out is to teach them some skills. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like our children are not learning life skills right now. Uh, I teach college and I have a variety of students who are new to college, students who are like, you know, my age, like adults who like had children, stayed home and are coming back to college. So I have the gamut. And I will tell you, the students that are going to college right now are ill-prepared for life. Like life skills needs to be a part of getting them ready to leave. When my children were little, they had jobs. You've heard that on my one of my other episodes. We talked about having jobs for your kids, helping them be independent. It is never too early to help them be independent. And it is never too early to prepare them for what is going to happen. My children were big fish in little ponds in their in their high schools they went to. And when they went to college, Mason and, I mean, Trey and Ashton both experienced little fish in big pond. I think I said that right. Anyways, they did really well in high school, really high GPAs, lots of friends, and they get to college and it's a whole other world for them. And I think having some of those life skills of coping skills, and what do you do when you don't get the A? Because if you're raising a kid who's used to having A's all the time, they're going to go to college. They're not going to have all A's. Let me, let me just, let me just lay it out there to you. They are most likely not going to have all A's and they are going to have to know how to deal with that. Basic things like cooking, how to do the dishes, how to do their laundry. I will never forget when Mason got his first job and he had a debit card. You know, we opened a bank account for him. He was 16. He, he had a debit card and he brings the check home and he says, how does this check get on this card? And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, how do I get the money on here? And I'm like, dude, you got to use the ATM. So back to the bank we go and to show him how to use a debit card and deposit a check. Now, you know, he can just do that with his phone and take a picture. He's happy. But really teach them some skills. Like what are the life skills that you had when you moved away from home? If you didn't move away from home, what are the life skills you think you should have had if you were going to move away from home? So think about that, right? And you know what? Stop being a helicopter parent. Teach them the skills. Let them be. Number two is honor. Honor their independence. Allow them to be independent. This is where I kind of messed up. Uh, You know my story. You know that I was a single mom for all of the years that my children were little. I shared them with their dad 50-50. So I only had them half of their life. Literally from the time they were five, four, and one. Okay, so... Literally, I had Ashton for nine years. <laughs> Trey a little bit longer, Mason a little less, but half their time. And you have to honor their independence. So when Trey went to school, I told you, I texted him or called him every single day for three months. And finally, he said to me, Mom, you raised me to be independent. Just let me be independent. And it was in that moment I realized, you know what? I need to honor him as an independent person. I need to allow him to have natural consequences. I need to allow him 
to fail if he's going to fail or mess up if he's going to mess up. I can't be there to rescue him. That is like codependent behavior, y'all. I can't be there for that, all of that. I have to honor that he's an independent young man. I have to trust that what I did was enough. I have to know that I did the best I can and I have to give myself some grace. If you haven't listened to our mom panel that was last week, I want you to go back and listen to that because my friend Joan, whose children are older, she talks about she worried too much when her kids were younger and she wished she didn't worry as much. And I also would say that same thing. I wish that I hadn't worried as much. We do the best we can to prepare them for what we know. And we don't know everything, right? So, but just honor the independence. Allow them to be independent. Third, know that they will always need you. I, if you, like they are going to need you. Trust me, they are going to need you. They might only need you when they need laundry done, a hot meal, and money, but they will always need you. They will always need you. There are many times that, you know, Trey will call me and ask a question and I my heart gets warm and I think, oh, he still needs me, right? Ashton, when Ashton moved out, Ashton went to college, lived in the dorms, and then COVID hit. And he came home and he was home for a year and a half. And this year, this fall term we just had, just started, he moved back off campus with his friends. And that was great. Like he's super excited to be there. Actually, it was, yeah, in the summer. He moved in the summer. And uh, he called me quickly after he was there. And he's like, how do you cook those chicken thighs? So I'm like, okay, he needs me. Like they will always need you. So find that time to connect with them. I usually on Sundays, I talk to Trey on Sundays. Ashton comes over usually every other week for dinner. Mason lives here, so I see him every day. But really, you know, I even honor Mason's independence living at home. I mean, he's 23 years old. He's an adult. He moved away and came back because the house he was renting, they decided to sell it. So he's going to move home. He moved home. He's going to save some money um, and then move out when he's ready. So just know that they are going to always need you. Okay, the last is just trust God and take care of yourself. Just trust that what you did and trust God that your children are going to be okay. They are going to survive. They are going to survive moving away. I have now had all three of my kids move away and it got easier every time. Trey, I'm not going to lie, it was the worst. (laughs) Mason, it got a little better. Ashton was better. Ashton also only went you know, 20 minutes up the road to Irvine. So I could see him and he felt a little closer, but it gets easier. And I really enjoy and cherish the time I have with them. I, I really enjoyed them as little kids and, uh, you know, teenagers, not so much, but like, I still enjoyed them, but I love the adult relationship I have with my boys. I think the conversations we have are great. I love that I can allow them to be independent and that they can come back when they need something. And just remember to pray for them. Pray for your children every day. I pray for my boys every day. I pray that godly people will be put in their path. I pray that godly women will be the people that they choose to spend their life with. I pray that they will have jobs where they are honored for what they know and valued for what they bring to the table with their gifts and talents. I pray that they will find peace 
in all that they do. I pray that they will know who God is, even if they have turned away from him as they become older and they're independent and they're thinking, what do I really believe? I pray that they will always remember that they are fearfully and wonderfully made in the eyes of Jesus and that they will always remember the life skills that, that I gave them when they leave. We have a funny saying here in our house. Anytime I would do something and the boys would be like, how did you know how to do that? I would tell them, well, I learned that on the mommy test. And the joke in our house is, if you fail the mommy test, you become a dad. So even now as adults, when they come back, you know, we're still like, that was on the mommy test. I knew how to let you go because that was on the mommy test. And I, I failed that question, but I, I'm, I'm getting a redo on that. So just, just, I just want you guys to take a breath and know that it's going to be okay when your children grow up. And some of you I know are doing the college stuff now, getting ready for next year. And it's super exciting and you want to be joyful for them and you want to experience that time with them. And it's going to hurt. Whether they are 20 minutes up the road or 2,500 miles away, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sting a little bit. But you know what? God will take care of them. God will take care of your children just like he takes care of us. So with that, mamas, I hope that this helps you. I hope that this inspires you to just trust in God and take care of yourself and pray for your children and have a little bit more skill set ready to go when your children grow up and move out. So have an amazing day and I will see you all here next week. Bye for now. Hey mamas, did you love that episode? If so, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcast. I love hearing about what resonated with you and how you're going to show up in the world as a God-centered mom. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the Mom Squad and join our Mom Squad Facebook group linked in the show notes. Lastly, feel free to share this episode with other moms who need to hear this message. And don't forget to tag me on your social media platforms at melissa.wheelahan. Till next time, God bless.